This is Embracing Bliss Podcast uh, number 37. Hurdy Poos. I wish I were writing this now. I would change that title. I, I don't like the implication that there's something wrong with the way we are as humans, the way we try to make sense of things and the nudging, the slightly pejorative nature of calling my deep hurting feelings hurty poos. I guess I'm different today than I was when I when I wrote that. But here's where we are and I'll try to ameliorate my discomfort as I go along. We begin with a traditional story that I, I, I still have to say is, is quite funny to me. Um, I think I heard David Hawkins tell it once and I heard it before then as well. A man is standing on a street corner weeping. His best friend and business partner has run off with his wife, his kids, his dog. The IRS has taken his business. In the midst of all this, his house burns down. He's lost everything. He looks to the heavens and in a pleading voice says, Lord, why me? And from out of the skies above comes a rumbling voice that says, I don't know, George, there's just something about you that pisses me off. <laughs> it's a terrible story, but it does speak to the fact that we try to make sense of things in the world that you can't make sense of. There's no rhyme nor reason for the way our lives go unless we expand to a greater idea of what's going on here and see everything as opportunity to grow, opportunity to evolve, opportunity to take responsibility for the whole of our lives. And this, this reading does go a bit toward that process. Sometimes we will take life from the people who populate it personally. No matter how aware we might like to think we are, no matter how far we have moved toward a more spiritual approach to life, there are times when we will get the hurdy-poos. What are the hurdy-poos? Self-pity. Feeling like a victim. Why me, Lord? These would be the hurdy-poos. As meditators, we have an assignment to let go of expectations, the expectation that life is supposed to feel a certain way or that if we do it right, it will be a certain way. On a daily basis, we are reminded and we remind ourselves that there is something bigger than me going on. There is something bigger than my small self desires and needs going on. We have thoughts, feelings, opinions, ideas, a body, a self-image, but who we are at the core is something other than any of these things and greater of all of these things together. And it is at one with a whole that is far greater than any of these things. This writing is a lot about uh, the idea of the phenomenon of stress release. Stress release is a very important and powerful aspect of uh, deep meditation. Deep meditation will allow the stresses we have gathered over the course of a lifetime to flow out of our system, to melt away. And this is fantastic news because we progressively become more able to be what we're meant to be, more capable of embodying uh, the divine, uh, our divine right to be happy, joyous, and free. 
the insistence of nature for us to be happy, joyous, and free, and to get about the business of what we're doing here, which is to be useful, to be of service, to, if nothing else, enjoy the moment and allow that enjoyment to infect someone else. These stresses that we gather, that we have gathered every time we have been exposed to any kind of a stressful situation, any kind of trauma, small or large, it's, it's not about comparing my trauma to your trauma, it's about we have these nervous systems that get energy stuck in us, get fight, flight, freeze, fawn responses stuck in us, and which then cause us to set aside that whole aspect of ourself, cause us to live with a less than full nervous system online. As we meditate, these stresses unwind and we become more and more progressively free. As the stresses come out, they feel to some degree the way they felt going in. So when I released the stress of being attacked by a Doberman when I was 11 years old, my body is going to feel some degree of the fear that I felt when I was 11 years old. And then my mind is going to tell me a story about what the fear is. But the system doesn't work such that I'm going to have thoughts of Dobermans or of apple trees because that's what I climbed to get away from the Doberman. My system is going to tell me a story about why I should be afraid and what's going to happen next or what isn't going to happen next. And then it's going to further tell me a story about why that's going to happen or why that should happen or why that's not going to happen and what have I done to not deserve it, what have I not done to deserve it or whatever story feels like being told on a daily basis. So as these stresses come up, we really want to get out of the story of them. We really want to get out of the idea that we are victims of the world so that we can be expressions of life rather than just seeking some moment of comfort in the midst of it all. Comfort is overrated. The stress releases are going to happen. The stress releases are evidence that something good is happening here, that we are headed in the right direction, that we're growing, opening, expanding. The stories, however, will keep them recirculating in us and keep us still at the mercy of our history. And even those times when someone really does treat us badly or is disrespectful or scares us or talks behind our back, ignores us, cheats us, cheats on us, or even worse, at those times we are legitimately victims. We have been victimized by someone else. Something has happened to us that would never happen in a fair universe. And our mind sets out to make sense of that. My mind tells me nobody loves me, I've always been alone, I'll always be alone. Life is a tragedy, love doesn't exist, God hates me, God is ignoring me. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve life. I don't deserve happiness. This world is a veil of tears. I'm not worthy of any of it. On and on and on. None of this is true. 
Most of these thoughts are simply programs that have been instilled in us by family, church, French existentialists, our chosen peer group. And they have been triggered by our circumstances and by the feelings of stress release that occur whenever we are triggered into a negative experience of life. And we are left at their effect. And so we use terms like the hurdy-poos, though I don't use this term anymore. I, I wrote this piece quite a while ago. But we use those sorts of terms uh, to wake ourselves up and to remind ourselves of the truth of our being, that this stress release is really just an uncomfortable body sensation. It's not betrayal, fear, anger, hatred. It's not those things. Those things don't live in my body. Uncomfortable body sensations of my nervous system responding to those occurrences and to my history and the way I see those occurrences through my history, that's what I feel. To name those feelings is to try to get some control over them so I can make them go away. But the opposite is actually true. When I name those feelings, then I'm trapped by the story and I can't get away from them. I become at their mercy and they won't go away until that person apologizes or I pay them back or, 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 or. My job is to accept what is, all these sensations, without insisting that they have a handle for me to change them. These sensations and the negative thoughts our mind floats to us to explain them are evidence of stresses being released from our body. Stresses that may have been caused by the hurdy-poo incident itself as well as every other experience we ever have had that is echoed by the incident. Stresses that we perhaps have been carrying for decades since our father yelled at us or uh, the neighbor kid hit us or... When we recognize this as the phenomenon of stress release and label the thoughts and feelings appropriately as stress release, we can let them go and surrender them. Let them flow out of us and bring ourselves to the present moment, to present moment awareness, and involve ourselves in the healing flow of life. A lot of these emotional problems are only problems when we think they should feel differently than they feel, when we just let them flow through us and don't come up with a reason that we shouldn't have them, they cease being problems and they just are actually healed by the flow of life through us. So we stay out of the speculation and the suffering the speculation brings. There's nothing to figure out. There is nothing to fix. As meditators, there's only the need to let these sensations go and to let the stories go. There's nothing to solve. And with those around us, regardless of how wronged we may have been, we try to mind our manners and not act out our discomfort on others. For example, our spouse who has been sitting patiently beside us for hours on a road trip and who is the nearest person at hand to blame for the way we feel in a given moment. 
And when we find we have been unable to fully mind our manners, we make amends with as much grace and alacrity as is possible. For example, buying said spouse a set of jade earrings in some romantic out-of-the-way artist studio alongside a country road, as some of you may experience, <laughs> or as clearly I experienced. And we remind ourselves that this too shall pass, the the, the hurdy-poos themselves, the uncomfortable body sensations of being human and behaving in a human fashion, the seeming lack of grace we may be exhibiting, the minor bruises we inflict on the ones closest to us and on ourselves, and the exhaustion of feeling too much and trying to process the unstressing and the letting go. All of this is ephemeral, and all of this is momentary, and all of this truly is gone before we know it. We are meant to enjoy life. It's there to be enjoyed as soon as we let go of all the reasons we have for not enjoying it. Today, I will notice when my thoughts and feelings are telling me that I am a bust, that the world is a bust, and I will remind myself that this is evidence of stresses being released. This is not a report on any truth of my life or of life itself. And I will once again choose to be present. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.